You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Good evening. I got to put on my um, after dark voice. Quiet storm. <laughs> the quiet storm. What's my man name? <laughs> Lenny something. Lenny something. This, this is my after dark um, episode 69 voice. Ooh. Welcome to the 69th <laughs> episode. It's not sexy at all. <laughs> I'm not good at that kind of stuff, by the way. Um, yeah, it's episode 69 of the People's Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hi. Um, What's going on? Ew. Before we get ill, he definitely had the uh, old nasty <laughs> after, right. dark, after dark voice. I am the Amber Nicole. I'm your homegirl, Miss Asian Michelle. And it's. Oh, oh God. HJ. Why you? We can't even. They wanted to put the volume up. Like, what the hell is he even saying? Nah, it's your boy HJ, and this is how I'm gonna talk the whole episode. Oh God, I hope not. (laughs) 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 Thank you again for tuning in for another week with the people. Um, if you are new to this, and better yet, if you are true to this and been rocking with us for two years, right? Yeah, two years now. Uh, or almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, we thank you. We appreciate you. Before we start, you know, every show, we, we just want to give a nice little cheers to hopefully what has been a good week. Yeah. Um, hopefully what will be an amazing weekend by the time you guys are listening to this. Um, whatever you may have near you, a cup of water, a glass of wine, a little black label, or even some sangria. Oh, wow, yeah. I want you to lift it up in the air. Imagine that the People's Podcast is right there in the same room or car or wherever you are with you. And we wish you a cheers. Cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. Um, so, as you may or may not know, the first segment of every episode is something that we like to call Happy Hour. And just a quick overview for those of you who may be new. Happy hour is where we sit around real quick at the beginning of beginning of the show to catch up with one another, see how each other's week has been, see maybe if there are any weekend plans, um, you know, chit chat for a bit. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to start? Joe. Okay. Well, my my week has been very like intense because I've been doing a lot of work. Uh, I have my virtual conference um, recording this week Mm -hmm. and it's been a lot of um, tedious work but you know what I thank God for a job Uh, and you know I thank God that it's almost over I've been doing this since Tuesday Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've been only getting about four hours of sleep every (laughs) every um, night but you know um, with great um, preparation and um great people that I work with is going to be a great outcome. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what the finished product looks like. Uh, And that's my week. Uh, That's about it. That's all I've been doing. So when you guys hear this, I would still be in my recording mode because I'm going to be working through the weekend. So, you know, um, if you guys see me on Instagram looking like I'm stressed, I probably (laughs) am. (laughs) And that's my happy hour. Okay, now. I hope that you know the work doesn't stress you out too much, friend. What about you, A Money? 
Oh, well, as I scroll through my camera roll, um, looks like I did my hair on Friday. Um, finally <laughs> no, it looks took, like. <laughs> I finally took my lock, my faux locks out. And it looked good. I like your yes, natural hair. Yes, I love fashion. this girl. The girl, was giving us, um, the girl was giving us a uh, natural hair influencer. <laughs> right. Okay. I was trying to tell the people what I be doing. She said she. Um, and it was kind of interesting for me to do that because I was using products that I normally don't use so I just wanted to see what kind of outcome I would get on my twist out and it came out pretty cute um I did that Friday Saturday I uh my homegirl Lauren stopped by my crib um we had lunch and watched a movie together hung out for a little bit and I feel like I did something on Saturday but I don't remember what it was um Sunday, watched church, and then I went to... Oh, I went to my cousin's house Saturday night. Yep. Um, went to my cousin's house. Uh, they had a little barbecue in memory of uh, my cousin's fiance's <coughs> mom's birthday. Um, may she continue to rest in peace. Mm -hmm. So we had a nice little shalala with the fam bam at the cribbo. Sunday, we woke up, watched church, and went to brunch with Aubrey. She was the star of the show. Um... Other than that, this week has been pretty much work and everything. I had the pleasure of being a special guest on the kickback with none other than the Joe B. Hurt. That was a great, great time last night. Um, I yeah, really enjoyed good. the conversation. Thank, Thank you, friend. You, friend. Um, really and people it. for the participation. Like, it was just literally what it is. Good conversation and good vibes. Mm -hmm. So, right. I really appreciated that opportunity. Thank you, Joe. No problem, friend. Now, I am here with the friends on a Thursday evening. Ready to record another episode of the People's Podcast. Uh, Amber surprised us this evening with a gift. Uh you guys will see it coming very soon, but I was very, very happy. I felt like a kid on Christmas. Thank you, Amber, for my gift this evening. I thought she was proposing to me because she got down <laughs> on one knee right. and she ain't let a tear drop. He lying. But before she had a chance to get up, I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so what's up with you, Em? Well, um, yes. Yeah, since yes. No, uh, this week was pretty busy. I actually um, got back into the swing of things with teaching. Mm -hmm. um, I actually taught my first class, like, in person on Mon Tuesday, rather. Mm -hmm. um, that was cool. It was very interesting doing this whole converge learning thing. You know, some students are home. Some students are in the classroom. And... It's a it's a really weird vibe, but you know it. We we got we got through it. Um, I'm sure we'll get used to it sooner or later. So um, that was cool. Last weekend was very very busy. Um, I mentioned last week that I was gonna be hanging with V, and we had something to do every doggone day, and it was just a lot. And I enjoyed it, but I am be. I feel like I don't want to go out no more for the rest <laughs> of 2020. So my Labor Day weekend was cool. Um, found a really dope uh, hookah spot uh -huh. um, that I'm excited. Well, I don't even know if we're gonna be able to frequent it now because of you know it's gonna be cold and we were like outside. So uh -huh. hopefully, like the indoor setting rules lift a little more yeah. um you know to where we can enjoy places like that um what else i witnessed my first 
engagement that was nice, nice. Wow. um my frat brother congratulations to Kerwin and his fiance um it was beautiful it was definitely a vibe he set the whole thing up at a park and had all these people there she was super surprised he blindfolded her and everything Aww. and it was beautiful I never experienced someone um proposing before and the love was definitely in the air so Again, I had a very, very busy weekend, very busy week. And now, again, we're here on a Thursday. I love coming here on Thursdays. Um, it's like therapy almost. Like, mm-hmm. it's really, I look forward to it. And, you know, I look forward to you guys' stories and the tea and the new information that you guys shed um, on each episode. So, without further ado, right, yeah. um, let's get into the show. So, the first segment, or the second segment of um every episode sometimes is something that we like to call uh thriving while black Mm -hmm. did anyone else have did you guys have one in particular or should Mm -mm. no No, i don't have one i can't know um so i'm just going to use this opportunity to shout out someone um who i you know you know on the internet you have these like internet friends like did you never meet in real life but y'all you know you converse on whatever social media platforms that you guys may be on um this one guy his name is at bryant dot lifestyle i think it is yes bryant b-r-y-a-n-t dot lifestyle Mm -hmm. he is um a photographer out of the chicago uh detroit area really cool guy um i've been he's like a sneakerhead you know super super interesting um content that he has on his page um i had noticed that he had these stickers that he was like promote like he just decided to get these stickers made like of himself because again he's a creative so like i completely i definitely like see why he he would do something like that and i asked him i'm like yo how how do i get some stickers i would definitely like support and you know put them on my laptop or whatever pin them out to people and i'm like you know where do i purchase them he's like yo what's your address gave my address and he just sent them to me so shout out to brian um if you happen to be listening from the chicago or detroit area check out his business page called bryant digital all one word and you could see his amazing work nice. um you know we all about promoting the black businesses here on the people pot people's podcast That's so right. again bryant thank you so much for um the stickers i love them I'm definitely gonna deck out my macbook with a couple of them and um i wish you nothing but the best I gotta yes. send him this clip because I'm, you know, right, 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 <laughs> make so sure. I can let him know that I'm shouting him out on here. So, right, yeah, that was my thriving while black. Uh, and and for those of you who don't know, thriving while black is, you know, obviously we just want to shout out and uplift um, our black entrepreneurs, black business owners right. um, on our platform that we have. So, um, next, I think we're gonna just jump right into the socials, and um, we have three different mini segments of the socials. One is celebrity news. The other, um, Joe, today, what you giving us for the socials? I'm giving y'all what's on the tube. What's on? Oh, because I know you had mentioned it. I didn't right. know if you were actually gonna. Right, I'm that's exciting. I'm right. excited. I'm excited to hear yeah. that. Yeah. And lastly, we have in other news. So. 
I'm gonna hand it off to you, Miss Asia Michelle. Ooh, child, ghetto. Mm. <laughs> it's been real ghetto out here in these social media streets. I'm Damn. trying to tell you. I just been trying to stay as abreast of the information as I can because you know it's real ghetto out here. And sometimes I really don't want to play outside with the people. Damn. But I be trying to see what's going on. I be just you don't want to jump in the puddle. No, I just peek my head out the window. <laughs> you don't want to open the fire hydrant. No, I just peek out the window. That's see, it. Yeah, because I it's ghetto out there. Ooh. Anyway, um, if I'm going to get right into it, guys, um, I know I had mentioned to y'all a little bit last week about um, Joe Button and Sin Santana. Oh, no, and Tahiri's back and forth mm-hmm. on the social media in regards to the domestic violence that took place in their relationship. Joe followed up with... Um, I don't want to say a clapback, but basically trying to clarify some of the things that Tahiri had mentioned about mm-hmm. the abuse in his in their relationship, and he basically was like, "Well, you were abusive to me, blah 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 blah." So I, I I'm gonna say this when it comes to Joe Button and Tahiri because that's not a story that any of us are. Um, unfamiliar with we already know that joe button has had a history um in the past of allegedly being physically abusive to his um women that he had dealt with in the past and that has been a narrative or you know a story or reoccurring news that we would hear about him so I'm going to go ahead and put my opinion out there. And I mm-hmm. just feel like it's been one too many times for me to hear how you have mistreated, tr- mistreating women and putting your hands on women. And I don't think that every woman gets into a relationship with you just to get the clout of being able to go and tell somebody that you have been abusive to them. Right. Um, so there's that. Um, secondly, I will say that... Um, there has also been allegations supposedly in a recording made by Sin Santana in regards to alleged abuse that happened between um, her and Joe and her relationship with him. They have now been broken up for almost a year and a half. Um, however, there was a recording of them talking on the phone and her alleging how he must have dragged her um, in one of their domestic situations and he later on <coughs> went to deny that mm-hmm. on his Instagram live. So just to keep y'all, um, just to let y'all know exactly what went on between Sin and Joe. So recently, um, everybody knows that, you know, they've been broken up for a while now. But recently there has been a story that came about in regards, there was two things. One came out about his relationship with his with his dogs mm. and him mm-hmm. sexually pleasing his dogs. Who, Joe Biden? Yes. Um, sexually pleasing his dogs. Yes, yes, yes. So there was a clip from the podcast that was out there, and I think it was one that was recently recorded, but I feel like he has also said this in the past about Ooh. how, you know, so his, you know, you got to really be a pet lover. Like, I really love my pets. Like, I'm a pet lover, and I know that my dogs or whatever, they're not out there getting this and that from you know another dog they not messing around with another dog so sometimes you know you never you acting like he's like you act like you never put your hand down here something like that right to to yeah. to, to satisfy or right. uh, what's the word like relieve relieve the, yeah, the, the whatever yeah right and mm-hmm. i'm just like uh, as he's touching a dog by the way as or he's whatever touching. i think it was a dog yeah it was a right? dog it was rory's dog rory's dog uh, rory's 
Uh, Rory's emotional support animal. Really? That. Yes. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's his emotional support animal. And um, that's ridiculous. Right. Violation. Um, Violation. So, like Joe. Seriously. Not you, Joe. Right. You just see. He's like, like what? I turn fast. Like, like what, what the heck are you? Not you, Joe. Joe. Yeah, oh, but Lord. I mean, that's Jesus. just a thing in itself. Because it's like, Joe, do you hear yourself talking? Like, I get it. A lot of the things that you say, you know, could be problematic or could be a thing, and you don't really care. But like, that sounds like abuse, and that might be something that you might not be want to be out here saying out loud. Which I will say, in my opinion, makes me further believe and i am an avid listener and watcher of the joe bunn podcast mm-hmm. but i think that he still it, he, i think he he claims that he's sober but i don't think he is mm-hmm. um every time i watch that episode uh episode of the joe bunn podcast you gotta really recognize how many red cups he be having mm. so he mm. claimed to be oh he says he don't drink no more yeah oh i didn't know that yeah he says he he doesn't drink or nothing like that anymore and i don't believe that that's the case because um, I even remember, like, the la- episode before last might have been the episode where they were, like, s- kind of talking about the whole them leaving Spotify mm-hmm. or whatever. They popped a bottle of champagne, and that's how I knew. Because once the bottle of pit champagne was popped, of course, I think it was, you know, one of the guys on their team that was pouring the cups, but they was handing one out, and one was handed to Joe. Mm-hmm. And Joe already had two other cups. So you're not telling me it's water and juice in both of them other cups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm, believe it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's neither here or there, but I'm just saying that I think that he is sometimes inebriated when he is on that show and when he starts talking. And, all right, so that even leads me to whatever else was talked about, and it was about his relationship with San Santana. San Santana and Joe were supposedly going through kind of a nasty you know, back and forth between the courts in regards to the care and custody of their son, Lexington Button. And um, it seems that things were getting a little bit nasty and some paperwork was put out on the socials in regards to um, the custody situation with Joe and Sin's son. Mm -hmm. Um, Some very nasty things were, well, well, unpleasant things were listed in this document yes, about Joe's interaction with his kid, the fact that he is has a problem with substance abuse, um, that he was being inappropriate with his child, kissing his child in the mouth. Yes. And things like that. And um mm-hmm. so wow. Joe so first Sin got on Instagram live. And at first, I didn't catch her live until I actually, because her live happened 10 p.m. that night that this information came out. Mm -hmm. She said nothing to really defend the information that was put out there. She basically said that somebody she trusted, she considered a sister, went behind her back and did this, 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 that. Basically put that information out there. I caught when Joe Button went live, because I get notifications when he goes live. And I was on the live watching it as he was recording it. You guys might be able to see it on the Shade Room as they posted clips on the Shade Room Boiler and other social media outlets um, about him trying to defend these allegations made against him. Mm-hmm. The document that I was referencing just a short while ago, that he he is claiming that that document was not a court document. It never got submitted to the courts. That was a document prepared 
prepared by an attorney to submit to his attorney about the allegations being made against him. Mm -hmm. I can see that um, because I don't think that what was listed in that document would ever be admissible to submit to the court um, because there are other ways to word things in those situations like that. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, he was going here back and like piggybacking off of sin because on sin's life he claimed that basically stating that sin was supposed to defend him and she don't or he don't feel like she really cleared up the situation which kind of made me feel a way that like you wanted her to say something and she didn't say it right so he's basically, very smart i went on sin's i went back after i watched his live i went to sin's page and i watched her live it mm -hmm. looked like whatever she she saved it no, she did. Yeah, it was saved. Okay. So I went back and I watched it, and it's, she seemed very. You know how when those young girls who were being held captive by R. Kelly did the Glenn. What's mm -hmm. the Gail King interview? I was about to call her Glenda. Um, <laughs> Glenda. Right. <laughs> R.T. Gail King interview. You saw how it looked like somebody was coaching them. Yes. Sin looked like she was being coached, or somebody coached her prior to putting that camera on live. Because the one that was on Baller Alert or Shave Room or whatever, she had the green on. Maybe that's what it yeah. Yeah, because she was saying a lot of crazy. She was right. trying to be real buck, but it was like, girl, what right. you talking about? And the right. comments was like, so what did she say? Right. And I was like, look, I watched all nine minutes of this, and I still can't even tell y'all what she said. So she ain't really saying nothing. Is she, is she worse than um, Jocelyn Hernandez? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't not even about, that, but it's not even about understanding her. I was just like, she what did, she are, said a bunch of nothing, right? Oh, what, okay. are, what you talking about, girl? Like, what are you saying? She okay. came on talking about mental health, how it was very near and dear to her, and you know, she doesn't want the um, mental health of her son or her son's father or her family to be affected by what's going on. Like, first of all, girl, 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 girl. Hmm. say what you gotta say, right? Because like, it was like, first, it seemed like she was coming on there for Joe, mm -hmm. but then, like, to come at Joe, but then she was like, you know, I'm gonna protect my son's peace, mm -hmm. I'm gonna protect my son's father's peace. I'm like, wait, what you, <laughs> what you really saying here? Right. Like, it was just too much. So, you know, then Joe, I guess he, he was saying, oh, you know, she, like, what was said, you know, it didn't really negate none of the allegations. Mm -hmm. So he basically wanted his life to defend himself, not to like even bash her or whatever, but basically said that, you know, him and a longtime friends, uh, well, not a friend anymore, of his on his team. And I've always known this girl to work with him. Her name was Rocky. And yeah, you said that. She basically you know she came up with joe like basically helping him in his business or whatever part of his team made friends with sin and decided that she wanted to become sin's manager and so in that when the whole broke break breakup happened between joe and sin rocky took that as opportunity to use i guess whatever information she could i.e the recording and i.e. this document that was supposed to be between attorneys to release it out there mm -hmm. kind of just to you know create you know how they say any publicity is good publicity so i guess trying to do that to like i guess boost sin's name up but mm -hmm. it kind of got the things kind of got messy so i mean that whole situation is just i just hate how controlled I feel like this situation is and mm -hmm. it's so controlled that it's obvious mm -hmm. and it almost makes me not even believe the story that's being put out there. I believe it's a whole nother thing going on and only time will tell. Um, I did want to touch quickly on K 
Candace Owens and her comments about Cardi B and Cardi B's conversation she had with Joe Biden in regards to him running for the office of the uh, president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Candace Owens uh, did an interview on television with a white man and basically was saying how uh, Cardi B should not have been the person that Joe Biden chose to um, have that conversation with and how she doesn't think Cardi is basically intelligent enough to have a conversation like that. She did call Cardi B illiterate Mm -hmm. in that conversation. (sighs) Um, And, you know, I'm not defending anything Candace Owens said. Like, I just feel like there's a way that you can say things without being disrespectful. Absolutely. And putting down another person, whether it be another black woman, somebody who looks like you, somebody from your community. Like, period. She really went up there and was straight disrespectful. And I yeah, think she was mad rude. She was mad rude. Like, and I extremely. Didn't like that. Not, she was more than rude. She yeah. was demeaning. She was Everything. defaming. Like, it was almost. And and I know what you mean mm-hmm. when you say like it's not that you're standing by what Candace mm-hmm. said, but because because not to say that there's truth or not truth in mm-hmm. what she said, that's a whole other topic. Right. But the way in which she went about it was absolutely unacceptable Terrible. and unnecessary. Terrible. Miss Candace Amber always. She got it's always the Ambers. Mm-hmm. I tell you. Born April twenty ninth, nineteen eighty nine. Please. We are in a time mm-hmm. of living, lifting each other up, and you choose to, cho- you choose to choose. Wait, how am I saying? Because I don't want to sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna you, sound bad, friend. You decide mm-hmm. to sh- to put us down in this time. Mm-hmm. But she's been. I mean, she's been doing this. She's so. been doing this. That's is, this she is what is. she does. Mm-hmm. But the, but the thing is, when you look her up, they say she is an American conservative author. Um, and a political activist. I mean, I don't know too much about Miss Candace Owens. I don't know too much about Miss Cardi B. What's her last name? Cardi B. Oh well, she. Uh, uh, her last name probably is. Um, I think it's like Amanza. Okay, uh, I don't know too much about yeah, Cardi B either. But you know what? If you thought that you that she was saying something that you disagreed with, what you should have did was say something that was going to play off what she was going to say, like. Or you you should have did an interview with Joe Biden too. She would never. Uh-uh. She's a Republican. She's a Trump supporter. Uh-huh. Oh, she is. Yes. yes. <laughs> so this is why. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she's a Trump supporter. Oh, uh-huh. she's from Stanford, Connecticut. I see why. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just sad. I mean, of course, Cardi came back and clapped back on her live and. Cardi had a lot to say. Cardi posted a lot of stuff. Yeah, she really? I guess it must have gotten to her because at that point mm-hmm. she was a uh, global citizen had reached out to her mm-hmm. um, to do a performance um, that would advocate voting. And she was like, no, I'm not. I love you, global citizen. You know, global citizen is like, you yeah. know, like they got Beyonce back in them, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was she turned it down because she I don't know if she just felt the heat or what, mm-hmm. but she was like, I'm no longer going to be used you know as the face mm-hmm. you know to, to get these people to vote or right, whatever right because right. if, if i'm honest and i won't divulge too much into it joe not you again joe mm-hmm. it's too many damn joes right damn, joe damn. biden joseph <laughs> joseph Mr. what you biden. doing joseph right cardi though 
Right. Nobody else you could. Nobody else. Right. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's pandering. Right. It's pandering. And it's insulting. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So, again, I'm not saying that I'm back in Candace because she's a piece of trash. I don't know what you say. She is rude as shit. Okay. And she's one of those Republicans who know when you have a point about something mm-hmm. and will literally go up down around and mm-hmm. down the street and back before actually like answering the question right. or acknowledging the point that you just made so I would never agree with her or anything that she has to say I wish her well on her pregnancy I, th- pregnant? I think she is pregnant mm-hmm. um, oh, she I hope all that works out for her but girl Right. You still you still ain't you still canceled in my book all the way terrible I don't respect her for, like, well, for all of the things that she's done, but especially yeah. for getting on TV and talking like that. And then she got on her IG live and continued to yes. talk like that. Yes. I'm like, oh no, girl. Yes. Like, it's and so- it's like, just like you accusing Joe Biden of pandering the black vote. It's like now you are being boo boo the coon yes. by minstrel showing yes. in front of all the whites. Right. By talking down and demeaning cardi b who right. not for nothing is not fucking stupid i'm sorry no. but cardi right. b is not stupid right. she i don't believe she's the best fucking person of color that joe biden could have chosen to have a fucking sit down with right, but she's that. not dumb right. like i want to throw that shit out there right. she's not right. i want to throw that out there but miss candace miss tandis as they call her on mm-hmm. fucking um Ebro in the morning, uh-huh. they'll never say her name. They call uh-huh. her every name in the book. They call her Cynthia. They call her fucking Candy. <laughs> they call her Tandis with a T. They call. They will never say, say her, her name. name. Right. Um. But you know, it's like, girl, you're doing basically doing the same thing that you accusing Joe. Of, but right. you know, whatever. Because if you go on her comments and see how all these white people like, like <laughs> going, and I'm just like, girl, and she knows that's what she's doing too. Mm-hmm. She's doing it on purpose. It's she's terrible. doing it on purpose. Right. Very very. Terrible. You. What you're doing is. You're pandering to the racist fucking white people. That's what you're doing. Absolutely. That's what you're doing. You're getting more racist white people riled the fuck up. Like, oh, look at this black coon who is doing our job for us. Basically, that's what you're doing. Yep. But I digress. Uh, I'll digress there. No, at, at, no, you said it, friend. You said it because <laughs> I, I wasn't even. I couldn't even get my mind wrapped around it to articulate exactly what my feelings was going to be around this topic. But I'm glad you did it. Thank you so very much. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. All right, moving um, right along. You, One more you, topic. You got another? Okay. Just very quickly. Actually, no, because I want I want this to open up a little bit more before I bring it back to you. So that's why I'm gonna give y'all for okay. this this portion of the celebrity news portion of the socials. I'm gonna send it all over to Joe, Joe to tell Joe. us what's been going on. Oh, I'm excited on for this too, because that. It's something that people need to know. It's time to, you know, it's the fall time now. People going to be in the house watching right. television. Yes. What they need to be watching. Well, listen to me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <sighs> over the pandemic, there wasn't a lot of stuff for us to watch. Mm-hmm. I was I was re-watching some things. I, w- I started to get into a lot of other television shows that I really wouldn't have gotten into mm-hmm. on a normal day. Mm-hmm. But you know, they have been so good. Um, I've rewatched um all I watched All American again. I watched um Thirteen Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these on Netflix and then I watched like different series that has that have um been on 
Hulu and Netflix over the time, but I can't really remember them because it's been such a long time. Mm-hmm. But as Asia stated, mm-hmm. we it's the fall time. So, Absolutely. you know, it's different series that were supposed to either be renewed mm-hmm. or they come into your live, live and loud and living color. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first up on the docket. Ooh, yeah. Is, right. Um, Godfather of Harlem. Where's my Where's my Godfather of Harlem? It's supposed to be back. It's supposed to be back. They were supposed to be re-recording. They were supposed to be coming live right now. We were supposed to be watching it right now. And so what happened to it? I can't even find it online. (laughs) (laughs) I just made it disappear. They made it disappear. Abracadabra. Oh, my God. Forrest Whitaker, I need need you to listen to the People's Podcast because I need to know where's the Godfather Harlem. Because they said that it was supposed to premiere again. They lied. now during this time because mm-hmm. during this time is when they um when season one started mm-hmm. so you know what if you guys know anything about the godfather of harlem ayo hit us up at it's the people's podcast at gmail.com because i need to know where it's at yeah <laughs> Man. next up on the docket ah after 20 seasons mm. i haven't been keeping up with the kardashians thus far <laughs> but they will be coming to an end Oh really? And with the final season airing, early 2021, the si- the decision to end this show was made by the Kardashian and the Jenner family. And I mean, I listen. Can I tell you? I've never watched I've one never, episode. I watched me about three. either. Never, never, not once. <laughs> I, I listen to me. I watched about three. Mm-hmm. I watched about three episodes and I couldn't even tell you what was going on. The only reason why I wanted to watch one because I wanted to see Kanye permit make mm-hmm. his um debut on the show and uh-huh. then I couldn't really know because he was in the he was so far in the background I couldn't even see him so <laughs> I, I mean I shut it off then mm-hmm. so um next up on the docket oh well, um Lovecraft Country Lovecraft Country is a show that is on H it airs on HBO every Sunday uh-huh. I'm not too sure sure what time it airs because I'm always on on demand uh-huh. and <laughs> it's really on demand for me uh-huh. Cause I when I come on it's it's always it's there. For those of you that has that doesn't know anything about Lovecraft Country, like you need to keep up. It's episode we're on episode four right now, and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. it, it, it's really good because it, it, it like it took me, um, it took me by it, it took me all it caught me off guard. Sorry, it caught me off guard because I really didn't know where it was going. And I just thought it was like an actual movie. That's how I came into it. But Lovecraft Country follows one um, one man's journey across the 1950s Jim Crow um, America. Mm-hmm. A road trip in search of his missing father turns into a fight to survive racist terrors and Lovecrafting monsters. Mm-hmm. And what's so crazy is it's so relatable because even though it takes place in the 1950s, you can see some things that are happening today that you're like, wow. Like this shit is really deep. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm all about, uh, um, well, like I, I like to, I like it to relate to certain things, and I love the fact that it's relating. So catch up on Lovecraft's Country on on demand, or if you gotta catch it up on the Apple Fire Stick or not the Fire not Stick, not the Apple Fire, right? Apple TV or Roku Fire Stick, whatever it is, just catch up on it because we gotta talk. We got a lot of things to talk about. Next up. Virtual 
people are still catfishing out here. Mm-mm. Why? Mm-mm. Why is the people catfishing? Yes, that's. I mean, they can't do nothing else. They couldn't go outside, so I, right. I guess they figured, well, then shit. After a global, this is a global pandemic. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and the people, <laughs> the people is still out there, not showing their faces on the camera with the damn post-it sticker. The people is sitting up here like, listen to me. The boy mm. came on pot on podcast or came on the damn catfish and he peeled you could tell tell he peeled that damn what did he do Joe? peeled that damn that damn thing he put that thing back off that camera and was like yo yeah I was this man is insane I was sitting up here like he said he peeled 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 that shit cause you you know when you know how some people say they put like something over the camera because Mm -hmm. the man had the whole poster because he was oh because he was peeling too long he was peeling too long <laughs> peeling <laughs> but he, let me tell you something the people are still catfishing and they still ghosting but the, the people that need to find out who the people is they is calling Neve and they calling the homegirl on ghosted and the homeboy on he not really my homeboy I'm mm. just gonna call him an associate cause Ooh. I don't know what team he, he he's for but Ooh. um nonetheless that's no shade towards him but it's I'm like, like it. he is sitting up. They they calling the people. Wait, and what they, is ghosted? Oh, Ghost it's on MTV. Because yeah. I think I have a story. But go ahead. Ooh, Ooh. Oh no! No no no! Siri said I'm gonna tell you what ghosted is. Goddamn! I'm gonna tell you. You wanna know? I'm gonna tell you. Ghosted comes right after it comes after catfish. I have a story about ghosted. Catfish and you know the people is going and they listen to Neve like I me. I can't sit up here and tell you a man gonna call my phone and tell me you need to uh, you need to present yourself to me. Ooh. Present yourself to me and I need you to sit up here and you need to show your face because this person need to show should Ooh. they need to see what you look like. If they ain't see me after ten years, then they ain't seeing me today, friend. So I mean, catch up on your catfish and your ghosted because honestly speaking, I like I'm like so like amused at the fact that the people is still letting you <laughs> like the girl done had a whole the girl done had a baby uh-huh. the girl then came back and, and 10 years later is still looking for this man on catfish oh no, my god dog not 10 years and, 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 listen to me That's I got terrible. two months okay so, so, so hold on friends go ahead, go ahead. so guess what we done saved the pain. Down in the valley where <gasps> the girl can't oh, get it. If you're dropping bands, they then sh- know she Oh, we should have said a spoiler alert. One, two. Break on. Oh, three, four. Break on. Oh, listen to me. Let me tell you something about that season finale of the Did You Hold Did you On. Watch I watched it. Eight. Eight. I'll eat. No, eight. I haven't seen he it. He ain't watch it. Seven. What? What? Y'all all seen it? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna leave so y'all can see it. Oh, Uncle Rag got stuff out. He's dead ass serious. He's like, wait a minute, shit. Let me tell you about it. Listen to me. We done saved the paint and did you see how we saved that damn? You couldn't wait for the man to get outside, I guess, right? We couldn't wait. We don't know how we gonna save the paint. We didn't know if the paint was saved in episode 107, though, Joe. That's all right. Go for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you said 
It's murder, babe. It's murder night. It's murder night. People, let me tell you something. If y'all don't know about the save, I know, but by then y'all probably know about saving the pink. But let me tell you something. P Valley is a good show, even though it looked like it smell and it it like you can't even take like. The, I don't, the people be having a good time in the They bank. be sitting up there, listen right. to I me. would like to go to the bank just once Like that back room was a nice little back room Now Paradise Paradise mm. I mean they took that man all the way to paradise <laughs> they sure mm-hmm. did. I hope he made it I hope he made it to damn right, paradise you know It was really it, it was, It's a very good show I love how we saved the bank And I look forward to season 2 Cause you know Uncle Clifford Uncle Clifford is Uncle Clifford said, look here Look here Look here <laughs> What's rule number? What what's Uncle Clip rule number twenty five point ninety nine? Ain't no crying in the paint. Ain't no crying in the paint. But you know what? I love it. I, that's another series that has got caught me by storm. Lastly, but not um, last but not least, and I'm not going to um, hold y'all too much longer. Is Power Book Two? Yeah, you Power know, shout to Power. Power. You know what? I thought I, it's called Ghosts. I don't know. Yeah, book? it's like Ghost Power Book, book, book Two. Too. Yeah. Fashion. So Ghost Power Book Two. Um, you know, it 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 takes place at the at the couple of days after Ghost pa- um, passes away, and um, as Tariq navigates his his new life in which he deserves to to shed to to keep his I guess quote unquote quote father's legacy um alive while he tries to save his family. Now I don't know. It, yeah, I know we can save the paint, but I don't know if we. <laughs> We're gonna be saving Tasha life, friend. Tasha, she don't listen. She don't listen to me. Tasha, she she came up with when she pulled that wig back, friend. Who pulled the wig back? In the season finale of last year episode, like they said. Oh yeah, they took that wig off. And she had them straight back. And that forehead. But you know, nonetheless, you know, I can't wait to see what's going what's to come in um in Power Book 2. And you know what? Like, if you guys have any shows that you guys have been watching or anything that you feel that I will be interested or will be interested in, you know, um, hit us up on um, the People's Podcast at gmail.com or it's the People's Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Take it away, Miss Amber, and with other news. And other news. Ooh, get um, real quick, because I want to tell my story. So, oh, girl. I am going to actually. Um, I'm going to actually give you a quick little update on um, the news. Real quick, real quick, real quick. So, I don't know if y'all heard, but um, the president knew about coronavirus back in February. Right. And decided to navigate and direct the country in the direction that we're currently in um, meaning we did not have to be here I don't believe 190,000 Americans needed to be dead at the moment um, I thought it was January was ha- knew. Uh, it probably was January but oh, okay. the, these recordings came out February 7th okay. um, cool. but sure I'm, I'm, I mean I'm sure he did know in January right. he probably knew in December Ooh. um I forget when China actually sent him the intelligence, but he says it in the interview. There's a nice little seven minute, um, um, not expose, but little little uh, report from uh, Don Lemon from CNN. How, Ooh. you know, explaining how this man knew since um, February had a 
an interview with who was what's his man name bob woodward or something like that um yeah bob woodward and basically said quote um more this is more deadly than the flu he said these things um you know this is really like scary stuff um and this is chinese intelligence this is what he's getting from china China, yes he's clearly getting the real information of how shit went down over there Mm -hmm. um and telling you know he's telling bob woodward you know all of this information so i'm gonna read some stuff from cnn just to make it very clear right Mm -hmm. um what this man said so first there was like a series of interviews between december and ending in July, right, where he talks to Woodward. And Woodward is, um, he's like this legendary reporter from the Washington Post, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and a lot of other things. But um, he talked about most specifically and most importantly how coronavirus is transmitted through droplets in the air, meaning it was airborne. Mm-hmm. He knew that this shit was airborne from day one. Mm-hmm. And literally proceeded to go into the press and tell us this isn't even as bad as the flu. This isn't even, you know, this is this is this is like a flu. This is just like your general flu. We lose about, I don't know how many people he said, like sixteen to thirty thousand people a year from the flu. This is this is like barely that. Meanwhile, wow. there have been almost two hundred thousand deaths and just re- this year. The, his just just reason right for telling the people though, right for not telling the people was ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yes, he knew that it was transmitted via droplets. Um, he knew how much more serious it is than people realize it was. Mm-hmm. Um, he purposely downplayed the severity to the public to prevent panic, <laughs> sir. He I'm sorry, like the people to panic. What people are dying, bro. like is 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 literally is really uncanny. Um, when that audio had leaked of that conversation with Woodward, specifically the one where he said, you know, that he knew it was airborne, he defended his his assertions that he was intentionally intentionally downplaying the virus by noting that Woodward. Okay, I want you to follow what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's not a big deal that I said what I said clearly because Woodward didn't go to the authorities when I told him this. Ooh. Who the fuck is the president of the country? <laughs> right. Is it Bob Woodward? Right. Is Bob Woodward the new president? Because <laughs> he's supposed to go to authorities. Right. Bob knew. I told Bob. <laughs> Why he ain't say nothing? Bob ain't say nothing. <laughs> Bob ain't go to them. Bob ain't go to the authorities. I ain't going to the authorities. Right. That's basically that's basically what he said. Mm-hmm. Um My God. I'm not even gonna go into like the details of this, but just just you know, this is the president of the United States. <laughs> um but China just had like a party or something because they had oh absolutely because they took the proper precautions but they had some and, kind and of and still did um you know throughout the pandemic like America is the trashest country because we are just so self serving mm-hmm. and it's like when you in a group project you know you got to get the A if everyone's gonna work together but in this country man. Mm-hmm. 
you know, people who are still social distancing and, you know, still taking precautions, still washing hands, not fucking going to parties and shit. We're the people mm-hmm. that's doing all the work in the group project. Right. Having mansion parties. And then everybody else is the, is the other dimwits in the group not doing <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're failing right now as yeah. a country. Um, also, I just wanted to mention uh, and send out prayers to the Bay Area, well, California, the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The skies were literally orange and red um, mm-hmm. without filters um, out there yesterday, especially in San Francisco, um, Oakland, Bar- uh, Berkeley. Ash was raining down with the wildfires. Like mm-hmm. the, the West Coast mostly is like on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very eerie and scary to see these pictures of just orange sky mm-hmm. and, you know, some people are saying this is like the indigenous people, you know, saying, yo, if you believe in that kind of uh-huh. thing, you know what I mean? Like, give us back our land, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> somebody said the smoke and ash are acting like nature's version of an Instagram filter because it literally uh-huh. looks like people are using filters. And I saw people that even I know and they're on on video and it's orange and uh-huh. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Um and basically the reason it turned orange is because the particles in the air are refracting sunlight similar to the way small air particles do when the sun sets or rises Mm -hmm. the particles scatter over shorter wavelengths of blue and green making us unable to see them so the longer wavelengths of red and yellow pass through the bottom giving us this haunting effect this actually happened I don't know if y'all remember, um, but 9-11, the evening of 9-11, it was orange outside. Mm-hmm. And now that I know this is the reason, is because, I mean, it was orange for me anyway, because I literally live right there across the water. So, like, mm-hmm. it was so scary looking at the sky. I'm like, what is hat? Obviously, mm-hmm. then I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was, what, 10-11? And tomorrow's um, 9-11. It is. It is. It mm-hmm. is. Wow. Um, but, yeah, hopefully... Um, <clears throat> That's not something you could just say Hopefully things get better Because this is nature And she don't play Uh -uh. But um, you know Prayers go out to the people Excuse me Affected by this So Real quick Y'all mentioned this show called Ghosted So Uh On on my stories Like last week sometime I had posted this screenshot Of um, (gasps) This dating app that I'm on Right Uh And this guy like liked me so i matched with him and he said his literal first line was hey you cute you eat wings (laughs) and i'm like okay that's weird i haven't heard that one before (laughs) that's new um so i'm getting all these dms people like yo you better tell that man what kind of if you eat wings or whatever um so just you know to humor myself I'm like yeah I eat wings What's up And he's like Well do you like Flats or drums And I told him Well I like flats Cause I, I need to see Where this is gonna end right. up Um And he was like Okay yeah My kind of lady We out So I'm like Okay that's weird Um <laughs> Okay that's So <laughs> Like a couple of days later I, I, I didn't say anything But then a couple of days later He hit me up like Hey do you have Instagram And I'm like Yeah I have Instagram I gave him my Instagram page And I asked for his and I look in his bio and it says 
first of all, his name is I forget, I don't want to say his name because I'm not trying to promote this nigga, but something something comedy, right? So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he's a comedian, so that explains the wings thing. Mm-hmm. So then in his bio, it says, yes, you've seen me on MTV. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. So maybe he like, you know, whatever. Let me check out what he does. Let me try. Let me look at some of his videos. Lo and behold, he was on an episode of Ghosted, uh-uh. and he was the one that did the ghosting, and the oh, it was the girl watch. that brought him there, mm-hmm. and he was pissed the fuck off. Like, I guess they don't know what they're getting themselves mm-hmm. into. Uh-uh. They don't, right? So he was just like, "Yo, I'm sorry for ghosting her," you know, blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this oh shit? You I trying to get back on the show?" <laughs> Let me see the picture. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna see. So I could go watch. So I know it. what episode. Uh, oh, not Etsy. So um, one of them was from Jersey, anyway. The most recent. He's from. I think he's from Philly. Oh. Um, he's probably on season one. But I just found that to be very funny. And mm. I just started season one. Oh no, I'm on season it's two. This they guy doing, right here. They doing virtual. Here you go. Uh-huh. <coughs> yeah, I ain't seen him. I know him. <laughs> I know him <laughs> in you, real life. Yes, I know him. He used to be at Temple. He is from Philly. Yes, absolutely. I know him. <laughs> Did he work at the radio station with me or something? You, you no, scared. I know him. You scared me. I ain't even see. I think is we still you friends on Instagram. Me. <laughs> you scared Let me. Let me see. You scared me. I'm so, no, I know him. I had to look at that name. I'm like, oh no, I know him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a mess. I'm like, that's very interesting. I'm good, homie. Right. Like, what? Uh, like, yeah. why you ghost that girl? <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Why did you ghost that girl? But Dang, yeah, that was he a, proud uh, to say, yeah, it's me. I'm right. on MTV. Yeah, yeah. So he said, yeah, she was on me on MTV. Like, all right, friend. Dang, I hope but, he's not um, ghosting no more. I know. It's like, was y'all about to be next or something? Right, because like, he got that damn jersey, that Sixers jersey right. on. Like, we back in, mm-hmm. in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of his current pictures right. with that damn Sixers <coughs> jersey. Damn, that wasn't right. even a throwback or a flashback. It wasn't. It was just two. That weeks was a now back. Right. <laughs> But anyways, um, that's it <laughs> wow. for in other news. So now I think we're gonna move on to, um, you wanna do that? Yeah, a set, uh, a, a, another set of segments, right. um, that are a little bit more, um, personal to us. Um, Joe, you wanna talk about this segment? Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. So you know my segment, um, a new segment. That I do have that I premiered uh, about two epi- three episodes ago. It's called I Got Your Back. During the pandemic, I just felt like there's a lot of black-owned businesses out there. And I feel like we need to more so um, keep the money in-house. Uh, the best form of advertising, advertisement is what, Amber? Word of mouth. Word of mouth. So, you know, uh-huh. um, it doesn't cost for you to advertise uh, anyone. So, um, this segment is called I Got Your Back. The I Got Your Back business for today is we swag and we surf and we swag and we surf and we swag and we drink and we swag and we drink Sangria Wave. Sangria Wave is a black-owned business and the CEO of Sangria Wave is... 
Miss Miss Monica Harwell. Yes, Miss Monica Harwell. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it's a. Look at the right side of the. Right. So Miss Monica Harwell is the CEO and founder of Sangria Wave. Yes. Yo. So we haven't been drinking this whole episode. So now we are going to taste. We're going to taste what this Sangria Wave is about. Make sure y'all follow Sangria Wave. Um, this is my neighbor. She's the best. She has a red. Oh, can you see? There we go. She has a red. <laughs> a and red. she has a white. Yeah. And she has like this size. Yep, she, she has, has a twelve. Like a sixteen ounce. Oh, yes. This is a twelve ounce. This is a twelve ounce, and a twelve yes. ounce goes for say, ten dollars. This, this is a good size a for ten dollars. Right. This is a really good size. Make sure y'all follow this black-owned business, the Sangria Wave. Sangria Wave. Um, I was supposed to DM her, but I forgot. So hopefully she sees that we're on here. Yeah. Right. She'll join in in a second, but in the meantime, in between time. Right. Right. We're gonna crack this open yes. and we're gonna take a sip. Let's and Sangria Wave is serving black girl magic yes. all across. Amen, Miss Monica. All right, so let's do this. Let's do this. Do this. Do this. Cheers. 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 Make sure y'all get that sangria wave. Y'all too over here at the People's Podcast. Hey, and for all my followers, make sure y'all follow my podcast at the People's Podcast. Thank you. Right. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Okay. I already know how this one tastes. Mm Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's what I call a wave. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I call a wave. I don't know about y'all. How's the red? I like I like the red a lot. It it got a kick. Exactly. Like a the kick. white for me is Let like Let me taste it. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we do abide by all coronavirus uh, you know, uh-huh. rules and regulations. <laughs> but um the friend, Ooh. I guess. The the white is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to pour it into a cup, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good I don't. With this. I would rather not have mm-hmm. the people drinking off my bottle. It's Corona out here. <laughs> wow, I ain't got Corona in my mouth. <laughs> Oh, it, God. It's the 69th, 69th episode mm, of the People's do. Podcast Show. Anyways. Yeah, but this is great. No, I really like this. No. Yo, can you sh- order, like, multiple, like, a cake? So, say if I want, like, a dozen. Yes. Yeah. You can go on sangriawave.com, or you can um, follow them on sangriawave um, at um, Instagram. Yes. You know. And she has, like, all the pricing and stuff like that. Oh. Yes. So, um, a 12 ounce is $10. Mm-hmm. A half a gallon is $55, and one gallon is $85. And if you order um, something from Sangria Waste, tell tell them that the People's Podcast sent you. Yes. So um, if you are interested in either being a sponsor or uh, you want to us to uh, test some of your product, uh-huh, hit uh-huh. us up at it's the people's podcast at gmail.com or you can dm us at the people's podcast people's podcast at um ig so um sangria wave the people's podcast got your back so you thank you you thank have you. a a for me yay thank you miss monica the, you, a, uh, the a plus the, the daggone red is strong so <laughs> I, I you get an a oh not an a, a. It's <laughs> Um, do y'all want to run into what time is it? How much time we have? We got? F- uh, 28 minutes, okay? So it's up to y'all. Y'all want to just 
We can run through. through. Uh, how about? Because I'm gonna make this segment about nothing kind of quick. Okay. I sent. Uh, we had a letter come through. I don't know oh, if yeah. you guys want to do that. Um. So I think we have time to do that too. Yeah. My um my Amber's little gen. I'm gonna have to pull it up on my um computer because uh-huh. my phone is there. So. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to go quickly through a segment about nothing. Okay. Segment about nothing is a segment of the podcast where I like to talk a little bit about mental wellness and how to maintain your mental wellness and making sure that everybody is staying on a straight and narrow when it yes. comes to making sure your mind right. Because when your mind is right, your life could be right. <laughs> or maybe you will act right. That sounds about right to me. If your mind is right, <laughs> you act right. You know? Um so this segment about nothing i want to kind of talk about how not to become a train wreck or Ooh. how that can happen let me tune in because girl no seriously um again <laughs> when you don't tend to your mental wellness and you don't really check in with yourself mentally you can become a train wreck not just to yourself but those people around you and i think that that is super toxic Mm -hmm. um and sometimes i think we may experience certain things in our life traumas um transgressions things that happen to us that affect how we operate in life period Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so we may start showing different type of behaviors saying things doing things a certain way because we've been somewhere where we kind of don't even like that place where we've been but that's what we know that's (coughs) what we experience Mm -hmm. but if you do not tend to those traumas and those experiences and unpack those things you will continually live your life with that whole whatever world you made up in your mind about whatever you've experienced before and so the reality of life then escapes you and when you start exhibiting these behaviors that are toxic to other people, i.e. being a train wreck, and people are trying, like starting to shy away from you, they don't want to hang around you, they don't want to be around you, your energy not good, you are still not even in a mindset to think about why it is that people are, t- are, are subtracting themselves from you or they are staying away from you. Mm-hmm. You thinking it's them and it's not you. Beloved, it's you. It's you. We go into this state of denial of ourselves when we don't tend to our mental wellness because we don't even think about anything being wrong with us. Mm -hmm. Or we don't like to think that anything is wrong with us. So we sit into this state of denial and whatever you get into a situation with this one or that one, it's always the other person for it. You ain't got, and you ain't did shit wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And while you sit in that state of denial, of denial, you're also... Um, are, are just dibbling and dabbling between denial and delusion mm. because you're starting to believe those things those lies you be telling or that way you be acting them mm-hmm. toxic traits that you be showing you think that that's how you're supposed to act not dibbling and dabbling dibbling and dabbling, dabbling. it was a lot of alliteration there. I like the dibbling yeah. and the dabbling that's and like the, you dip the in delusion like and <laughs> something else and the denial. that was a lot Ooh. that was a bar yes. right there Low key. that was a bar that's what the people yeah. do so like when you dibbling and dabbling between denial and delusion. Ooh, ooh dibbling ooh. and dabbling between denial, denial and, and delusion. Yes. Ooh. D- ooh. Say when that ten times. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> when 
when you do that, you really are in the midst of your own train wreck. Mm-hmm. You are the train wreck to yourself and to the people around you. Mm-hmm. It is this is why I make mental wellness su- I make such a big deal out of it because it can literally navigate mm-hmm. your life right. and your journey and what your future experiences will be. Mm-hmm. And so as a child, we don't have the you know, we can't control what happens to us, but as we grow up as an adult, we have that um control to control what happens to us how we respond to things and things like that mm-hmm. but you have to be open to your mental wellness child don't be a train wreck don't be in denial don't be delusional yeah be responsible right that's I a agree. segment about nothing that was great friend mm-hmm. thank you thank you that thank was you really good and I, I you know how the memes they be like i don't know who need to hear this <laughs> but but it was probably a few people who uh oh i look crazy with the headphones and my fro but it's all right it um i'm sure a few people needed to hear that good word mm-hmm. from the girl um joe you could scroll this up just so i yeah okay uh <laughs> um that was good Thank so Today, can I borrow someone's phone? Do we have? We got one more phone right here. <laughs> we need a phone. We got all these Instagram lives going. We mm-hmm. trying to give y'all the content that y'all want. Right. Oh yeah, um, people's podcast merch um coming real soon. Right. Um. So, oh, is Instagram on here, Joe? No, it's not. Darnage. No worries. There we go. But I don't want to cover Resources. myself. Resources. Just for a moment. I just need to read something real quick. Okay. So um. I can get off a lot. Well, I just want... I, no, you know what? Let me go on your phone. I'm going to go on my page on the internet. On the other phone. Or you going to log off? Oh, no, no. Here yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me... Because you can stay on Instagram. Whose live is this? See, we live and direct with y'all right now. Wait, hold on. What? This the wrong live. Who live is this? Oh, no. Oh, no. You Who's on a different page. Charm done. Oh, that is my... I think this is my... Oh, yeah. This is my page. You probably got a notification from the People's Podcast that you just went live. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Relax, friend. Relax. Right, he like, hold on. What's going on? I don't want on? another... I don't want another drop it low, girl. No drop it, drop it low, low, low. You remember that? Somebody went live on the People's Podcast right. and everybody Ooh, got the... Somebody- <laughs> everybody. And it was like, who's... Anyways, back to the task at hand. So my segment is called Amber's Little Gems. I'm going to try to look at every camera. I feel like I'm in a studio. We got the camera here. Here, It's like, what camera do I look at? So my segment is called Amber's Little Gems. And for those of you who don't know me and, you know, for the people that are not in in my live, you know, my, my friends who already have been seeing what's going on on my Instagram page. Um, I'm starting this whole like self love journey and this self care, um, self awareness journey. And I'm really, really, really enjoying it. And I'm finding that you guys are actually enjoying it too. And that makes me really happy. Um, so there was this post that I saw from this girl it's not my words at all um her name is Janaea and it was a tweet that she posted I'm gonna read the tweet and I just want to talk about it for a couple seconds so it says um I'm not ashamed to admit that I desire a life partner that's Mm -hmm. something extremely important to me yes I'm fine on my own and yes I love myself 
operating in self-love does not mean that you can't be in a relationship while evolving. Mm. I'm going to say that part one more time because that's mm. the part that I felt. Operating in self-love doesn't mean that you can't be in a relationship while you are evolving, Ooh. right? Wow. Um, we never stop growing. Um, we would be waiting forever for love. Mm-hmm. So on that line about how First of all, what does it mean to operate in self-love, right? Um, Is self-love selfish? Am I supposed to be this selfish being um, because I'm learning to love myself? Um, One thing, I can only speak about my journey and hopefully this resonates with someone. Um, I've learned that self-love is in fact not selfish at all. I think that self-love is one of the most um, courteous things that you can do for your family and your friends and your loved ones and the person mm-hmm. that you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with. I think it's extremely integral and important to any relationship or friendship for you, the person, um, to find love within yourself before you go out seeking it mm-hmm. from your friends and your family and your significant other and things like that. Um, otherwise, you know, all these beefs may start, right? Mm-hmm. All, all these transgressions and res- resentment may mm-hmm. um, come about because of the expectations that you may have inadvertently put on someone mm-hmm. and they have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing like, you know, mm-hmm. you dating somebody and all of a sudden they're mad at you and you have no idea why they're mad when all along they had this expectation of you mm-hmm. or this expectation of happiness. Go ahead. This expectation of, of happiness that you were supposed to bring them um, that you didn't even know you were responsible for. Right. So I just wanted to say, you know, for anybody who, you know, may have recently gone through like a breakup or you going through some type of like self-discovery or anything like that. And, and I will say and be transparent that this journey started for me because I came out of a situation that w- was not something that I thought it was. Um, and I think one, one topic I want to bring to the show a little more in the coming weeks mm-hmm. is how extremely unfair it is for the burden of this self-love and healing it's always on the person that gets screwed in these situations right like it's like how come we always have to take the high road Mm. how come if i'm not the person that either cheated or lied or or deceived someone right I have to be the one to still be the bigger person and take the high road. I vote that fuck taking the high road, fuck being being the bigger person. I I vote a get your closure. I'm not going to condone any violence. <laughs> but I vote get your closure. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say go crazy and make yourself look, you know, wild in front of people and in 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 things like that, but I'm an advocate of getting closure um, from people. I am an advocate of getting the truth of why somebody did you as dirty as they did you. Because if not to me, if I don't get the reason you decided to make that dumbass decision or rude ass or disrespectful ass or inconsiderate ass decision, then I'm fucked up. Right now I'm now I'm stuck to be on this self-love journey, right? Finding out well Amber, what did you do? Why don't you love yourself enough uh-huh. to where you're putting up with the nonsense? But 
the caveat and what I'll always say is if I didn't know it was nonsense to beginning to and to begin with, that's con. That's a con artist. Mm -hmm. That that's someone that's deceiving. That's not putting up with bullshit if you weren't handed that bullshit from day one. Do you understand that's what I'm cloak, saying? People yeah. are cloaking that bullshit in a bunch of sprinkles and, and whipped cream and cherries. But like they say, people's true colors will always come out um some way or somehow. So I say that to say to anybody who may be on a self-love journey or, you know, you're you're on this mission to like really find yourself, um, whether you are looking for a relationship, you are looking for love or you're not, um, just don't let your journey, whatever it is or however it may um, um, materialize and manifest in your life, don't let that shy you away from the notion that you deserve love or from the notion that you are worthy of someone loving the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. That's something that was hard for me to come to terms with. It's because some it, it, you keep fucking with enough fuck niggas, you start to believe like, well, damn it, maybe it ain't right. for me. <laughs> maybe this is maybe this relationship stuff is not what I need to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the wrong way to go about it i think that you know still be on your journey still find yourself still do the work and doing the work is actually really important um but don't don't let that you know keep your prince charming or your princess whatever um away from you and that's my gem for today thank yes, you yes i love it i love it i love it yes i um, love it are we doing a letter I'm a train wreck in the morning. Time, uh, I don't know. We got 15 minutes. Oh yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm All right, I'm gonna need a phone. Oh, we don't got no phone. Oh, is it? On, it's not on this phone, right? No, it's not. We can. Okay, friends. It was nice seeing you guys. So. Tune in to episode 69 of the People's Podcast <laughs> on ApplePodcast.com. Hey. I'll see you later. All right. So with this letter, we got <sighs> two of them. So you'll tell me reach. which ones y'all want to read. Can you gonna put this one up there? Oh no! Oh, you gonna keep this yours? to you? You're, who's reading? I'm gonna read the letter. Here you go. Yeah, here you go. But I want to ask y'all. Y'all want to read this one? Are we giving? Nah, fast? Like, I'm gonna read this one. Which one? The friends on one? Yeah. Yeah, I think the friends on one is cool because we not married. So. Yeah, I don't want to talk about <laughs> that. All right, you're ready for me. You're ready. Here we go. All right, this cool. is the letter segment where we take letters from you guys. And we try we read them on the podcast, try to give our little tidbits of advice since mm -hmm. you asked for it. Um, no, you don't have to follow our advice, but you asked for it, so here it goes. Here it goes. Dear People's Podcast, I was hoping for some advice about how to come off as a romantic interest to people I meet rather than just someone to be friends with. I'm in my senior year of college, and I, mo I have a mostly male group of friends. It's not... And I'm like, well, it's Ooh. not an I'm not like other girls type of thing. I'm pretty conventionally girly in most ways. I I think, well, I'm pretty conventionally girly in most ways, I think. I just got to college vaguely willing to nod along to guys quoting Christopher Nolan movies mm. at each other <laughs> Who's all, Christopher even, Nolan? all evening. And now here I am. My problem is that these days I immediately get this crappy one of the dudes designation and not Ooh. just around people who already know me. It seems like people I meet enjoy my company, but it doesn't seem to occur to anyone that I'm a romantic option. 
I don't know how to go about implying this short of fashioning some sort of I too am open for business sign on my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I also end up in a room when groups of guys start talking about my female friends and I feel like I've been given the wrong costume and a really bad production of Grease. Oh my God, these damn uh, (laughs) analogies are killing me. Shit. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm advocating (laughs) for a return to cigars and sewing in separate parlors. It's just that I... That I'm starting to feel like I'm stuck on the wrong side of the room for some reason, and I'm missing out as a result. Is there some sort of sexy voice modulator <laughs> I missed mm-hmm. the memo on? Yeah. Sign the girl in the friend zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tune into episode 69 of the oh my God. podcast, and you'll see why. Well, let me give my advice. Oh, pause to support connection. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Poor connection. So, you want. So okay. You want to go? Yeah, I could go. Here, um, let me put so this on you. Okay, so my advice is um, emulate to the world what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, At this moment in time, you may not be ready because you are continuing to look over your shoulder at what other people are doing. People love confidence. And once you sit up there and tap into your true confidence, everybody going to come flock to you. Mm. And then sometimes, or if that doesn't work, then go on Facebook or Instagram and act like you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Or, <laughs> and and that's that's true. That tends to work because people like people that's in a relationship, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. And that's, that's my fact. advice. Okay, John. That's a fact. Uh, and what you got for the, for um, the young lady? I would say. Oh. My hair looks so crazy with these headphones, but it's alright. Um, I okay. One, we need to realize when he's just not that into you. Okay, that's number one. We need to realize that we're not always everyone's cup of tea, or cup of Joe, or cup of Joe, or Henny (laughs) Neat, right? Or Henny Neat. No. Um. Yeah, we need to realize that you know, it's okay for people to not like us. Um, I have this conversation conversation a lot with um, some of my, you know, educated black woman friends who have their own job, money, car, home, whatever, have their own everything. And sometimes we expect or we feel entitled to love and affection because we have so much going on for ourselves. Um, That ain't the way to go. now, for sis, in this in this particular case, I don't know what her background is necessarily, but to me, it just seems like you're hanging around the wrong circle of people. You're clear. You you need to put yourself into different circles. Now, it's Corona still, so maybe that's not the best, you know, or easiest thing at, to do at this point. So, my real life advice would would be one, you know, just take into the take understand the fact that not everybody is going to like us um to try your hardest to put yourself in some different environments and different circles and if that doesn't work um you know i think she says she's in college right Mm -hmm. join some clubs you know go Mm -hmm. to events and things like that that you maybe otherwise wouldn't have gone to um you know associate yourself with a group of women who 
may seem to have it going on. Um, you know, college is the time for us to step out on those limbs and, you know, really find ourselves and meet new for you. They say you meet your longest life lifelong friends in college so Mm -hmm. it just seems like you've met enough guy friends because clearly you're always in the friend zone but i think now it's time for you to step outside of your box and outside of your comfort zone um to see what else is out there because it's it's not it's too many it's too many Mm -hmm. fish in the sea girl it's not the end of the world yeah 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 for sure for sure i think um just about like what amber said in regards to like you know putting yourself in different spaces and different circles i think that i know i kind of know what that feels like a little bit just because i i have a circle of guy friends where i am the homie like you know what i'm saying and it's hard when you're comfortable in that space of being one of the homies even though you're a girl they acknowledge you're a girl it's not like you're a man they still treat you like a woman Mm -hmm. but like you the homie and you get comfortable there because you're like all these guys around me like i'm cool but now you want to put your sexy on and you trying to bag a little something something you just gotta do something a little different you know put yourself in a different space maybe when you do go out i mean you you're 18 and you just got you know got to college or Mm -hmm. whatever so you might you're not gonna like do it up and put on like some sexy whatever on and go outside to the party (laughs) but it's just like you know you have to take yourself out of that homie mode for a minute and get into your sensual self and go out and dress dress up or you know maybe get on that dating app and have a little facetime dinner with somebody like put yourself out you have to get from around you have to get from around you know uh people you know your regular circle you right need to, you have to get from around that regularity of um your lifestyle right now because those people already know who you are so those mm-hmm. not the people and they're not gonna bring you into spaces where you feel like oh i'ma just you know turn on my sexy and mm-hmm. i'm about to bag somebody because it's different thing right um definitely bring yourself around different people tap into your femininity tap too. into your that's, femininity that's that is also important. a thing girl because sometimes you get real comfortable and i'm speaking to myself right now i get very comfortable and my sweatpants and my t-shirt and all my leggings and my sneakers and i can't tell you the last time i put on a shoe Right. So you might just want to do that sometime when you go outside. You still got a girl. Wait, what? You just watch and see. Mm-hmm. You still got it. March thirteenth when you when y'all last put on the shoe. That's the <laughs> last time I put on the shoe. March thirteenth. You absolutely right. And I took them thorns off as soon as I got to the table. Right. So there goes that. Damn. Well, that was the advice from the people's podcast. Hopefully, yeah. the girl um listens to this on Sunday or Monday whenever this uh, episode comes out. Hopefully. Um, last segment of every show is final thought i'm gonna say bye to my friends on instagram live because i actually need my phone bye everybody follow us at the people's podcast you heard it oh as i try to take the phone out so um who wants to go first uh not us as the cat okay i'll go Go okay we got like four minutes okay um so my final thought is um never give up and i mean it's probably simple um but never give up because you know um when you feel like people has not have knocked you down mm-hmm. and you feel like you can't do it anymore um keep going because you know uh i, I said it before and i'm gonna say it again you know 
um, pressure makes diamonds. So continue right. to make diamonds. <laughs> All right, Asia. Um, I guess if, if we're gonna go back to the whole denial thing, I'll say this. It, um, and I, my therapist, shout out to Fabiola Paul. I'll tell you guys this: ignoring the signs will definitely have you end up at the wrong destination. So as long as you're in denial, beloved, you're not gonna get to where you're supposed to be. Mm. Read the signs, follow them. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was good. All right. So for my final thought, um, I'm going to take some words from one of my favorite Instagram page pages. Her name is, I really don't know how to say it. I think it's like Nidra Tawab. Um, mm-hmm. But she has an amazing, amazing platform. And um, yeah, she's super dope. So she and she's a therapist. Um, what I wanted to talk about was healing. Um, she said healing is not erasing memories and unfortunate events it is daring to keep going despite what you've been through healing is a journey and there's not one thing that you will do and magically be quote over it instead you will allow layers to be peeled different difficult conversations to occur wounds to be soothed and new habits to blossom that is a word to self and with that being said this was a very cute 69th episode of the people's podcast we will see you guys next week thank you again uncle ra for everything that you do um yeah that's it we out Bye, y'all. Oh, Joe, you make me mad. (laughs) (laughs) That was my sexy voice. I don't like it.